1: is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. Hopefully... We're not talking underwater. We're not. Uh, <laughs> I think we're all set, right? Yeah, we have microphones in front of us. Unlike yeah. we did last Friday,
0: and everything's working
1: out here. It's all coming together.
0: And for us, this might be the start of the regular season. I mean, this is five days a week. Preseasons in the in the uh, pfft, rearview mirror. We got cuts coming up. I mean, so we don't have
1: cuts coming up. We got cuts we got happening. Things are happening too. <laughs> yeah. like, all right. No, Steelers League's busy uh, right now. Yeah, Steelers making a bunch of moves here. The last couple of days uh, gone are. Rex Sunihara, uh Hakeem Butler, Cody White, Dan Chisna, Aaron Cruikshank, those guys all receivers except for Sunahara, who's a long snapper, mm-hmm. uh, defensive lineman James – I can never
0: – I've butchered n- his name so many times.
1: Nwaya Mwaya, yeah. Uh linebacker Keon Keone Ding, linebacker Forrest Ryan, uh, defensive back Madre Harper. He's a guy we talked a little bit about mm-hmm. at training camp uh wasn't wasn't awful.
0: Wasn't awful. Wasn't, no, you right. know,
1: he showed up uh, in mid plays. There's
0: like two or three of these names that might ba- be back in black and gold on the practice squad. Yeah, could be, could be. Uh,
1: defensive back Neville Clark, uh, kicker BT Potter, uh, linebacker Tanner Muse. Uh, people were surprised by that. I was not. Mm-hmm. Uh, cornerback Lavert Hill, defensive line Manny, uh, lineman Manny Jones, uh, linebacker Toby and Dukeway. Uh, he was, of course. Uh, Noteworthy because he was the guy Kendrick Green ran over a couple of times the first time he mm-hmm. played fullback.
0: He played a ton of special team snaps, too. I think they were yeah. giving him a look, and I guess they made their decision.
1: Uh, offensive linemen, LaRaven Clark and William Dunkel.
0: I was a little— <sighs> I didn't know if Dunkel would be the first cuts. Yeah. You know, I mean, mean, some.
1: So here's what happens. Sometimes you release these guys early— mm-hmm. With the intention of bringing them back, you, There's a you, little... you kind of hope you sneak them through a little bit. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the last... Because everybody just assumes, like like what you just said, well, if they waited to the last cut, they must really like this They're guy. They're
0: really torn if they should keep him or not. Yeah. As opposed to, boy, we loved Uncle, but if he gets through, we're putting him right on the practice yeah. squad. He's the one that stood out the most to me for that regard. Yeah, I know Muse and Clark... Our names. They signed him in the off season. I assume they gave him a signing bonus of some point of some sort. But neither one really should be on the team. Yeah. You
1: know. uh, then you have cornerback uh, or quarterback Tanner Morgan, who was the yeah. number four guy. Running back Darius Higgins, uh Safety Kenny Robinson, who got a lot of uh, buzz in the in he the did. preseason. He was getting, because of injuries at the safety position was getting a lot of uh, first team run. Throughout camp, and then slowly worked his way down. Yeah, the, down the, the, the
0: buzz started to fade, yeah. fade a lot.
1: And then uh, safety Jalen Elliott, who they signed a few weeks ago, when they had all those injuries at, at safety.
0: Hmm. Um. Maybe it shocks people that Butler and White, the two uh, receivers, already got it. They were both hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Is White potentially a practice squatter again?
1: Potentially, I uh, think he was. Days yeah, he was waived injured. No. So uh, you know, there's always a, a settlement there. Um, You can do that and say, uh, when you're completely healthy, we'll still have your doctors check you out, and then we'll bring you back. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, they have great familiarity with him, and he's been a quality member of the franchise. Yeah. So, I would think he'd have some value.
1: Um, Other than that, no big surprises there. Uh, The Steelers also trading Kevin Dotson to the Rams yesterday. Uh, They get a 2024 fourth-round draft pick and a 2025 fifth-round draft pick for Dotson and their 2025 sixth-round draft pick.
0: No, I think you missed one in there. They gave up two picks and dots. And
1: oh, that's right, they did give up two picks and Dotson. They went. They came difference. up around. They both came times. up around in both in both of those. They got a fourth years. and a fifth. They give up a fifth and, and a, six. a sixth. Yeah, that was it with, with Kevin. Yeah,
0: and to me, that's significant. That's a big deal. You know, yeah. most of the deals you'll see around the league this time are a seventh, maybe conditional seven, a yeah. six. You yeah. know, maybe if it's kind of a brand name dude. But the way I look at it, I mean, just. I'm not going to try to predict two drafts down the road where everybody's picking. But this upcoming one, I think the Rams are going to be terrible. You think the Rams are going to be terrible. So their fourth-round pick, and this isn't the same as like the Claypool trade, but it's two rounds later. If their fourth-round pick is a top-10 pick or so, the Steelers, I think, are going to pick 20 or later in the following round. So you're moving up like 50 spots. Significantly, because right. there's
1: there's comp picks in there as well.
0: Right, right, right. Maybe you're there. moving up sixty spots, which on draft day would cost you much more than a seventh round pick. So trading Dotson straight up for a seven, this is much better, is my yeah. point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. plus, you want picks in four and five. I mean, the beauty the of it, it don't hit was
1: that Dotson was them. a fourth round pick. Mm-hmm. So you got the fourth round pick back that you used on him. In right, 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 You you basically rented to own.
0: Rarely do you get that case. I mean, yeah. most players, when you drive them off the lot, you don't get what you... Go last Trey Lance. Yeah, hey, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean? not Most don't go up in value. So, no, that works out great. It actually works out well for him, and I think it's good for the Rams, too, because he might be a starting guard for them.
1: In which case, that will be good for the Steelers later in the season.
0: Right. When, when they right, play right. the Rams. When they play the Rams, absolutely. Because <laughs>
1: he would presumably be lined up over Cam Hayward.
0: Now, good point. And there is some familiarity <laughs> there, too. So... What was I going to say about that? I mean, I, I don't think it's a big loss. You and I have brought it up numerous times.
1: He was the guy that you could trade because there was the were, were starting value there, two years worth of starting value. Still pretty young. Still young, still has a, a reasonable contract. Mm-hmm. You know, So the Rams can basically rent him this year.
0: See what they want to do with him. See what they, yeah, day. see right. what they want
1: to do. They want to extend him. If not, does somebody else go? And does he go somewhere else? And maybe they get a comp pick mm-hmm. out of it? I mean, I'm sure that's how they looked at it.
0: I mean, last year, not that people care about the the fate of the Rams offensive line, they were like one of the most injured offensive lines in the history of football outsiders, which is going back to late 1980. So they would have killed for somebody like him. And I think they're just looking at it like, well, he might start for us. If not, we knew what it like to not have the depth. So it yeah. made some sense.
1: Um, you know, I've seen st- people speculate about what this means for the Steelers. Uh, and, and obviously, you know, the guys on that offensive line, um, who are, who are still here. Remaining, right, right. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're looking at, well, I can't believe they're going to keep Kendrick Green. Well, Kendrick Green plays multiple spots. Mm-hmm. Kevin Dotson does not. Kevin does not. No. And you weren't going to be able to trade Kevin, Ke- Kendrick Green.
0: Green's also more talented. He, he
1: hasn't made it yet either.
0: They no, still have Ryan McCullum
1: hanging around here, mm-hmm. um, who...
0: Or maybe they keep Cook, or... You know,
1: Nate Herbig is now getting healthy. That, that you know... Uh,
0: the Herbig signing, to me, was the writing on the wall that Dotson was in trouble. Correct. You know,
1: and then they... Had,
0: well, then them, I yeah. then them all over the Then wall, they had though, right? was the, as well. The order in like, which they signed him, right. And that was like, oh, okay, you're in trouble. So, no, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Green sticks. But he might. And you He might. Um, you air. know,
1: I, I think... With the release of um, the offensive tackle Green,
0: mm-hmm. Green Clark,
1: Clark. I'm yeah. sorry, uh, Clark. They obviously like Dylan Cook too, and Spencer I Cook, Anderson.
0: I think Anderson's to make the team.
1: Yeah, Spencer Anderson's making the team. Dylan Cook might be there as well. He might, might be there, your fourth yeah.
0: tackle. Might be your fourth tackle. And or... if that's
1: the case, you know you're keeping Herbig. You know you're keeping Broderick Jones. That's two spots. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you're keeping Spencer Anderson. Who can also play? So Sammer, then it comes and, down right. to Green or McCollum.
0: Yeah, is that that would well, be nine? That would be nine. Yeah. Well, you got your starting five. Let me do this again. Right. Starting five: Broderick, Herbig, right? And we think An- We think again, Anderson. I, well, we think Anderson's, Anderson's going to make stand. it. Okay, that's eight.
1: They obviously uh, they may not want to expose a, a young tackle who has some mm-hmm. talent. That's Cook.
0: So Cook or McCollum probably gets that last spot, or Green. Or Green. Okay, so there's three guys basically fighting for one. Assuming you keep nine.
1: Well, three guys fighting for two. Assuming you keep nine, because you He's got Jones on your bench. You got Jones, Anderson, Herbig. or Jones, Jones and Herbig are the Givens. Then you have two spots left, and you've got Green, uh, Cook, McCollum, and Anderson. Anderson.
0: Okay, I was counting Anderson as a lock.
1: Yeah. So okay, then you got two, get three, three guys for, for one spot.
0: Three for nine. Yeah, three for number nine. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. And maybe you could get those guys onto the practice squad. I think, ideally, you'd like to keep all three in some capacity. Yeah. You know? So, interesting. Lastly, on Green, I thought he played well at guard.
1: Yeah, I did, too. He
0: he might be a guard. Uh, A pulling guard, a movement guard, you know, which...
1: He just might not be able to play center. Right. You know, and that was... Uh, uh, I mean... I loved him coming out of mm-hmm. Illinois uh, because I saw the movement skills that he had, which which were rare. Rare.
0: Um, Why he does the Cam Hayward stuff, or yeah. the Connor Hayward stuff. Uh,
1: he didn't beat out Kevin Dotson last year for that starting left guard spot. Okay, uh, he had been, okay. you know, he spent the previous year all at center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it might just be that okay, he he might just be a guard.
0: Yeah, and I think they're. I think all all everyone involved is trying to figure out exactly what he is because it sure seemed like he was center 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 for almost all of camp. Let's leave him in one spot, see if he can do it, and maybe he showed he couldn't. But maybe they should have started him at guard the whole time. Yeah, know? uh, who knows? But Anderson's versatility is obviously very important here too.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, you, I mean, so people or well, the Steelers need to get a backup center. Herbig plays center. Mm-hmm. McCollum plays center. Uh, Daniel's Daniels plays center. Samalu plays center. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got, they have guys who can play center.
0: Especially if it was a long term thing. Yeah. Like if Cole got hurt week one or in practice, it was tomorrow, out the whatever, rest of the
1: year. You could move one of those you other might guys. Move one of the
0: yeah. starter types in.
1: Like I've You're seen right. somebody, somebody put on the social media. Well, they, could,
0: you know, Ben Jones is out there. That doesn't move the. Needle that doesn't move me, the right? needle for me at all. I've seen names. I've seen like six or seven names, and none of them was like, "Well, that guy's great." Yeah, I mean, of course, like at other positions, if someone's be- that's better than what you have becomes available, you'd consider it. But I don't think backup center as a whole.
1: No, I, I don't think either. No, they got they've got, a lot got of five office. guys on the roster who can snap.
0: I'd like to see more of Herbig do it, but yeah. he has a history.
1: Yeah, I've seen him do it in practice. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not like it's a stretch. No. Um, so yeah, I mean, they've got guys who are capable of doing that. So mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal.
0: No, no, it's not. Dylan Cook's interesting though. I mean in that he's I think he can play some guard. I think they've flirted with that a little, but he's more of a tackle. He's done it, yeah.
1: He's played some guard. I and mean, just ta- you,
0: tackles just don't grow in trees. If
1: you're gonna be active on game, well here's the problem that they have. They've only used Broderick Jones at left tackle. hmm So if you have <coughs> excuse me, an injury to chooks a core for in game, are you then going to move Dan Moore Jr. over to right tackle where he's only gotten maybe five snaps per practice? They've they basically average, yeah, they, right. they've basically just showed it there, and he played yep. one series there in the preseason. That being last week See, against against the Falcons. I assume or that or would you be just the move. do you plug in Spencer Anderson or Dylan Cook at right tackle and just say we're not going to mess with this.
0: Well, maybe mid game you would do that, yeah, and just help him like crazy. I think if it were, well, two things. I think Chooks is a good player, but I think he's very inconsistent in pass protection. If that become, everyone always talks about this time of year. Well, what could derail the Steelers' season? Then, oh, nothing. They're great. You're perfect. Things are going to go wrong. You know, not all these guys are going to live up to expectations. Some will exceed them. Or even maybe Broderick Jones might be like, we have to get him on the field. Yeah. You know, like, that, I don't care what happens. We have to get him on the field. I don't know that the best line at one point might not be more at right, Jones at left.
1: Their problem is is that they just haven't done it enough. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're you're getting ready to play week one. Right. And it wouldn't be fair for Dan Moore to take a bunch of, like, okay, Dan, Starting these, left next tackle, two, right. these next two weeks we're going to have you start at right tackle here just to get you ready for that. And then we're going to throw you back over on the left side. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you, you can't. You that's can't do- a lot
0: from him because, boy, he's gotten better and better at left tackle. Now we're just going to throw that away and you're going to play the other side? Yeah. That's a little rough. And, you know, so. But Jones is going to see the field. At some point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, his time is coming. Um,
1: so, you know, maybe that happens down the road and then maybe you, you, you tell Dan Moore, Hey, we want you to rep more, just rep exclusively on the right side, mm-hmm. but they haven't done that. They haven't done That's that. why, you know, so
0: I just found it interesting. They did it at all.
1: Saturday, um, Matt Canada spoke to, to mm-hmm, reporters God. and he was asked about Broderick Jones yeah. and he mentioned, well, you know, we've got the two guys in front of them there who've started, uh, you know, a lot of games and Dan Moore and Shooks for. for and then we get, you know, you know, Broderick Jones had a good camp. We really like the way that competition is, 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 you know, taking place here. Mm-hmm. And people took that to mean that there's still a competition. Uh, for like the starting spot. There and really there's isn't. not. There's there's, there's, a, there's, there's a not one and been. a two. Yeah. There's a one and a two. And Broderick Jones has played exclusively on the left side. Dan Moore, I guarantee you, over the course of training camp, didn't take 25 combined, maybe 25 combined maybe, snaps maybe. at right tackle.
0: In practice. Yeah. In practice. Sometimes with the ones. I and think, like in f- right.
1: five snaps in the game. Just in case.
0: Just in case. And so Jones is the, the golden goose here, though. You know, like. Yeah. He played the most snaps of any offensive player in the preseason on purpose, exclusively at left tackle. They're grooming him to be, hopefully, a Pro Bowl left tackle. And he's just not there yet, you know, or starter quality yet, or trustworthy yet.
1: He's not as good as Dan Moore
0: yet. He's not as good as Dan Moore, right. So, at some point, he's going to get his shot.
1: If he were playing for the Arizona Cardinals right now... He'd be starting. He'd be starting. You know, this team is not that team. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, so, you know, I I think so much of...
0: They're in a good spot offensive
1: line. Absolutely, absolutely. I I think what happens with with rookies a lot of times um, is, well, this guy's starting, so he must be good.
0: That's not the case. Not necessarily. No,
1: he's starting because the team he's playing on doesn't have anybody
0: better. So I would imagine, well, there's 32 first-round picks. 29 of them will start on opening day. Doesn't mean they should. Right. (laughs) Doesn't mean they should. Doesn't mean they're the best guy out there either. So back to one thing you were saying there a minute ago. If by chance Cook and Anderson are both on the final roster, I would imagine Anderson almost has to be active on game day. I don't know how you could have Cook on on game day. So your two options, I think, if well, unless
1: hurt, uh, so, it could be Cook if they feel comfortable with Cook playing guard, because Herbig yeah, Herbig Herberg would be your Herbig's your interior guy. He'd Be
0: your BJ Finney. Right. Yeah, He's your yeah, B.J.
1: Finney. If Cook can play guard and tackle...
0: Then he can play... There's three spots he could help you out. Yeah. Okay. Because, obviously, Jones would go and in... And you keep you keep Moore eight
1: active, in. so they could keep Broderick Jones active if they wanted to and have those mm-hmm. three guys.
0: Or if Kendrick Green makes a team, he could be active and do Hayward stuff. Right. Here and there. There's
1: know? there's a lot of different there's ways you can yeah. go with that.
0: Okay. None of which I think are bad.
1: No. No.
0: Especially I, if you could squeeze Cook onto the practice squad or... McCullum seems like the guy that's the longest shot of all.
1: Yeah, because he's—I mean, he's played some guard, mm-hmm. uh, but I think he's better at center.
0: Mm-hmm. But you'd love to have him on the practice. Squad.
1: You'd, you'd love to have him on the practice squad. Get another year of seasoning, mm-hmm. um, and, and and see what he is—you uh, know—next year at this
0: time. So I just did an article about preseason snap count. So this is on my mind. So my apologies—I'll probably mention it a lot in the next two hours. But my worry is that second team line the McCollums and Cooks of the world let alone Jones not that he matters put a lot of snaps on tape so they might be harder to sneak on the practice squad right such an o line shortage in the league right now than any of us think like I'm sure there's people out there going who's gonna pick up Cook and McCollum Williamson what are you talking about I'm like well there's a hundred snaps of each of them and if you're the Arizona Cardinals trust me I was there with the Browns. That guy's better than the junk we're throwing out, you know?
1: (laughs) Case in point is the New England Patriots in Mm -hmm. the last two days have traded for two offensive
0: linemen. Right. Okay.
1: This is the Patriots who— I think they
0: drafted three of them this year. Yeah, this
1: is supposed to be one of their strengths is their offensive line, and they're out there still trading for guys who are going
0: to make their— if you trade for them them at this point,
1: they're going to make your roster.
0: Kevin Dotson's making the Rams. Right. Right, right, exactly. That's interesting. I I saw the one, and— Frankly, they used a first-round pick on Cole Strange last year, and I think they used three three picks on interior linemen this year. And they're trading for guys.
1: Yeah, that's odd. It doesn't bode well for for them Mm-mm. that you know. They, I mean, you don't want
0: to be the other end of the trade for the low-end starter, borderline starter guy that might be getting cut.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, so yeah, there's there are teams out there who are going to be scouring. The waiver wire like crazy for these offensive linemen.
0: McCull- to the, to the wrap it up, McCollum and Cook aren't guaranteed to get through.
1: Right, that's the and that's the problem to find that you McCullums have. McCollums
0: of the world than cooks of the world.
1: Yeah, you might have a better chance of making that happen after the season starts, as opposed to mm-hmm. maybe cutting those guys loose now. So it's gonna be interesting to see. You know, we they they still have I believe they're at seventy players now, so they still have seventeen more cuts.
0: They've, they've As gotten we rid the show. of 20 players, yeah. right? It was 9, 10, and Dotson. Yeah. Okay. So, so how many do you have to go? We're at 17.
1: they got 17 more cuts to get to before 4 o'clock Tuesday. So, so when, we'll we, be on the air, when, when we happens, start right? the show tomorrow, we'll know what the final roster is, and we'll go over it then mm-hmm. uh, with the fine-tooth comb. But, yeah, it's just interesting here. And, you know, you start looking you know, at—
0: One th- interesting name that's still on the roster is man, the punter. Like they let the backup long snapper go, they let the backup kicker go. Those are easy cuts. Well, he's a guy that I, I mean, wonder if he turns into a seventh round pick. There,
1: that's a possibility because there's still some teams out there looking for that, and mm-hmm. he's a guy who
0: he's know, got a lot of tape out there. He's got right? a lot he, of he tape made,
1: of kicking yeah. in New York, mm-hmm. I and mean, it's not like he was kicking in, in Tampa. And you're like, well, can he kick in the Northeast? You've already seen it. Mm-hmm. He's, he can kick in bad weather. He's just not that's, as good as Presley Harvin.
0: That's the thing. I mean, he's not going to make the team, but the fact that he wasn't the first wave of cuts, maybe you can squeeze something out of it. Yeah,
1: about. somebody asked me that that question. Well, they didn't cut the punter yet. Does that mean he's still, you know, in possibility of beating up Presley Harvin? No. By
0: 24 hours. There are, yeah, you're, yeah, you're
1: waiting to see if you get a call about mm-hmm. that. That's all you're doing there.
0: And the Browns is traded for a kicker. I mean, kickers and punters... Get traded. This for. is the time yeah. of
1: year when people realize, oh, we don't have one.
0: I'm in trouble,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, we're kind of. This is troublesome. We, mm-hmm. if we, if the 49ers played their final preseason game without a kicker.
0: They I had to go. They that. had
1: to go for two on all their
0: touchdowns
1: because they didn't have a healthy kicker. <laughs> they had two of them on their roster, including their first draft pick from this year. But,
0: yeah, he was a late third. That was their first pick of the whole yeah. draft. They, and it was so a, this is that's a big draft. deal for them. Like, a huge deal for them.
1: You would think that they want that kid to be their kicker. I think he has a quad injury of some type that says he's it makes his status for week 1 in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Um they might have to carry two kickers into the regular season after or into their fifth on their 53 man.
0: That is a big deal. To
1: put Trust to, me. to do yeah. something with him. Yeah. Other, or carry two kickers. That's significant.
0: I, well, side note on them, had a good conversation on our podcast. I remember our co-host is a is a niner guy. I'm like, so is the trade Lance trade just going to Give them the money to give the Bosa. He's like, no, not at all. They're super far apart. Like He's like, you're playing Niners the right week. We're LA, less than two right? weeks out now. And he's not a Niner. And he's, not, still,
1: not right. a, he's still not a 49er, they and they have don't have seem to be close.
0: A, they don't have a kicker and defensive player of the year at the moment. It's a big That's deal. It's a big deal. A it's game. a big
1: deal for sure. We'll keep an eye. We'll continue to keep an eye on that one. But uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, Matt, I just wanted to <coughs> change gears here a little bit. And let's talk a little T.J. Watt here.
0: Hmm, okay. Didn't see this coming.
1: In his past 17 games in which he has started and played the full game, mm-hmm. the Steelers are 12 and 5.
0: That doesn't surprise me. Okay.
1: In those 17 games, Watt has 15 and a half sacks, 31 quarterback hits, two interceptions, 16 tackles for a loss, and three fumbles. Wow. If I said, Matt, can TJ, if those are TJ Watt's numbers, he plays all 17 mm-hmm. games this year. And has those numbers? Would you take that, or would you say, "No, I'll go mm. fish"?
0: I think I'm going fish. Those are pretty nice numbers. Those
1: are pretty nice numbers. Like those I are mean, those
0: are Pro Bowl. That, n- that's all
1: Pro. Numbers. That's Defensive Player of the Year numbers consideration. Like 15 yeah. and a half sacks, two interceptions, like three forced fumbles. Like you're you're that's two huge plays a game yeah. plus. You're wreaking havoc out there on a consistent basis over seventeen games.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, was I, I two schools of thought on that. Is that's a, everyone's <laughs> turning that down seems a little foolish from anyone. Lawrence Taylor. Like I mean, his you know, over right, right.
1: under for sacks this year, I think, if you it has look to at it. It's like 13 and a half.
0: Right. So he was, would go because of injuries and he stuff. He would go too.
1: over that number, consider like two sacks over the, over the, the
0: number is significant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd win all your bets on the over, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty nice. I mean, it's kind of like our fantasy stuff. If you, if you draft this guy in the first round and he can beat this number, do you take it? Yeah. I mean, the safe bet <laughs> is saying yes. And then the other reason I think you say yes, too, is, I don't know if you agree or not, but let's say he, knock on wood, has zero injuries all year, can play every snap if he wants. Probably will play a, still a smaller percentage, just because the guys behind him are good. You know, like He may have a few less opportunities to rack up numbers, my, my, it but it might, might make, make him count more. Yeah, it
1: might make him more productive.
0: I think that's really true with Cam Hayward. Yeah. I guess I would take him, I mean, because that is... You'd probably be in the top five voting for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. I mean, if it's Bosa or Parsons or I mean, Garrett, you'd take them too, I What think, was the right? league
1: lead for sacks last year, 16? Was it? I think so. What
0: was he at, 22, though, the week before? 22 before? and a half the year before. Okay, so 15
1: and a half sacks is nothing just like...
0: It's going to be among the league leaders. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean One a game is, you just take it, yeah. Yeah. You just take it.
1: It's two interceptions and three forced fumbles. I mean, mm. those are, again, that's what the... When they didn't have him last year and people said, well, T.J. Watt can't mean that much to this defense. Of course he does.
0: Yeah, he does. Of course he does. (laughs) Of course he does. My initial thought for saying no, though... Is the little we've seen him, I think he looks better than ever.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> you know, I, like. And I think is... he
1: might have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder this year. Like, everybody's oh, right. talking about all these other guys, and, mm-hmm. you know, potential, you know, Defensive Player of the Year, and Bosa won it last year. And, well, Miles Garrett's good. He's the legal, you know, he's the, the you know, odds on favorite this year.
0: Watt pays off pretty well yeah. as Defensive Player of the Year. Like, hey, what Don't do. Don't forget to... about me. Don't I'm over here. Me. Like, and I doubt he pays attention to these lists and all these things, but all these edge rusher lists. He's not number one. Like he's he's not even, two, he's really not even two or three. A lot he's of them, he's four. Four. Yeah. Or I've seen him five behind Max Crosby. Which as is well. ridiculous. I mean, those guys are all awesome. I mean, if we were in Cleveland but or I think, Dallas. I, I you know. think
1: it's a little out of sight, out of mind for TJ.
0: One, no Do people about it. not remember he had 22 and a half sacks in 15 games two years ago? And it's not like. <laughs> Russell Wilson had a bad year. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, or boy, he's declining. He just got hurt. He was great when he was pre-injury. Yeah. And there was a stretch there when he came back too early. But to his credit, he came back. But he still was a force. And to your point, the last 17 games are pretty good. Twelve and five. Twelve and five is a nice. Twelve and right? five
1: is the is the significant number there. See, we don't
0: take that part though. Yeah.
1: If they had, if they have 17 games of TJ Watt this year, do they go 12 and five again? Probably not.
0: But we would take it might it. be close. I mean, we're not taking door number two. We're going to fish on that. It Might be close. It might be close. It might be close. Yeah, it's and I do think Herbig and Golden are going to see the field.
1: Yeah, and this is you know with with now Alex Highsmith emerging as well, he's a, a guy a opposite fixture. him, yeah, like
0: right. you know
1: ESPN just released their 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 top one hundred. This is done by their didn't even look at by it, their yeah. experts. Cam Hayward didn't make the top one hundred. Hmm.
0: Are you kidding me? Hmm. Are uh, you kidding? Boy, there's a lot of good D tackles, but I don't care. I... Yeah. If if he's low on a D tackle list, I can live with that. Yeah. Simmons, Quinn, and Williams. Some of the guys on
1: there were laughable.
0: Really? Laughable. So these right? were their
1: NFL. These
0: experts. I wonder who was voting on that.
1: And then I, and then I looked at who who got snubbed. He right. wasn't even mentioned there.
0: Just totally <laughs> forgotten. Just
1: like he doesn't exist. That's crazy. Like this guy's a th- four time All Pro has made the last six Pro Bowls, and you just left them off your list and
0: said, ah, well, no big deal. So we've talked about this a fair <laughs> amount. That's insane. But we've, fair, we've talked about this a fair amount, too, though. One of the reasons why I would take the under on those Watt stat line, though, I really think they're going to have leads more than they ever have. And they're playing lesser quarterbacks and guys that take sacks. So I I ran the numbers on... Richardson takes a ton of sacks. You know what I mean?
1: If you look at who they... So you know who the six quarterbacks that they face in season? Assuming Lamar Lamar plays because the last Mm -hmm. two seasons, Lamar hasn't played against them.
0: Watson takes a ton of sacks. Yeah. I mean, that's one of his biggest problems. Burrow
1: takes a ton of sacks. Burrow
0: takes a ton of sacks. And is he going to be a little immobile?
1: Outside of that, the only quarterbacks that they face who would even be considered...
0: I don't know if you saw the Sando thing, but like he did, your strength of schedule versus yeah. tiers, and the Steelers were like 13th or 11th, something like that. But they were the, the they were division schedule, artist. yeah. The they division schedule was so division, I, right.
1: which I get, mm-hmm. but the division schedule is only 35 percent of your schedule.
0: So the Raiders were the only team that face a harder slate of division quarterbacks. Right, that totally adds up. Yeah, but if you exclude that, which again they know those guys well, it's not bad. I mean, it's just not bad at all. Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith. That's it. But Lawrence is the only one you'd even consider, like, a top 10 guy. Right. And, and do
1: you really think Geno right. Smith can replicate what he did last year? Because mm-hmm. he didn't in the second half of last year. No. I think no, no, teams no. started to figure out, okay, he's going to get the ball quickly here. It's a lot of easy completions to the out. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll give that, you know. No, we'll it's, a, it's a nice slate.
0: Catch. And I don't know that Watson's good. I don't know either. He, yeah,
1: I, I've watched... Uh, the the final preseason game because he played. Yeah, he actually played. Nine. Um, he was five of ten. They was playing against backups too. Five of ten. He fumbled twice. Lost one of them.
0: He made a I didn't watch any of it. Though. He made a few runs though, from what I read. Again, against okay. backups. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, right. So you know, but people may say if you're going to say that about Kenny Pickett, well, he did that against backups. Kenny Pickett dominated backups.
0: Dominated. I and don't know. That,
1: I don't know that Watson dominated anybody's There's backups. A domination from when I no.
0: was gathering. So, I'm not saying Pickett's the third, fourth, or third, second, or first best quarterback in the division, but he has the most momentum right now at the end of August. Yeah. Without question. I, I mean, mean, Burrow
1: Lamar hasn't played. Lamar didn't play the entire
0: season. Yeah. And Watson's just trying to get back to normalcy. <laughs> Lamar might be great. Who knows? But we haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, but I would, I guess I would take that Watts stat line. That's really, really 15 good. 15 and a half. And really, the 31 really good,
1: quarterback right? hits. Like,
0: you should take it. Yeah. Right. But it, he could easily exceed it. Not easily, but exceeding it wouldn't blow me away. No,
1: I wouldn't be. Like, if he had 20 sacks and 40 quarterback
0: hits, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. A couple more. <laughs> like, I'll take the over on forced fumbles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's great at that. He made it four or five.
1: Yeah. I mean, Highsmith led the league last year with five. Oh, really? He tied for the league lead with Son Reddick, I
0: believe. Which is amazing. They still were the bottom of the league at recovering him. Yeah. So that's what's going cool. on. Well,
1: and not only that, but they only forced nine as a team. Like Highsmith had half of their forced fumbles because the inside linebackers didn't do anything.
0: They didn't do anything. They didn't add
1: anything to that equation.
0: And, and one of Watt's superpowers is getting the ball out.
1: Yeah, he just he takes t- it away. Like he's power. he's a bully on the on the.
0: I, I think JJ's superpower was swatting them, and TJ's is getting it out. He does a pretty good in. job of swatting them too. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I, I think I told you my tinfoil hat theory that all of a sudden I think like when uh, I, Cam got really good at it. TJ got really good at it. Like, I think they were hanging out with JJ, getting some tips or something. I, I don't know. I think there's an influence there. Tyson Aluolu
1: was pretty good at it, Yeah, he was good at it, too. I was trying yeah. to
0: think uh, there was another guy. I was going to say it, but that was too long ago. Right.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I, I just think people are – if they could possibly be sleeping on the 2021 Defensive Player of the Year, mm-hmm. I 100% think they are
0: what Yeah. He could easily win it again. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, he, I think his odds should at least be very comparable – to Bosa, Parsons, Garrett. Yeah, like I don't know if Crosby can win it because their team—they're going to be bad. bad. But if the Steelers gets again, every...
1: if they're twelve and five mm-hmm. or something along well, those been 10 lines, games. yeah, and this, the defense is is obviously going to be a big part of that. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's back to being a top five defense in their are second, third, or, or above in sacks, he's going to be in a conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Not to mention if Bosa misses a couple of weeks, he's not going to be in the conversation. Right. I mean, you better be yeah. in camp too. I mean, there's other guys that could win it. It's not going to be a four-horse race, but Donald won't. Crosby won't. Yeah. I mean, they're going to get five people blocking them every time. (laughs) Nothing around them. As great as they are, they almost can't win it.
1: And I just don't know that we'll ever see – not this year. We're not going to see a defensive back win it this year. There are too many good edge rushers in the league. Mm.
0: Chris Jones could, but he's not in camp either.
1: Right. He's he's sitting out.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and those are the guys that are highly capable or should be at the top of the list.
1: Yeah. I just thought that was interesting when I when I yeah. started looking up those the stats. Twelve and like, five
0: things big, yeah, obviously.
1: Um, you know, if they can keep him healthy, which they should be able to do, and even if they, even if he does miss a game, I think they're much better positioned this year to deal with it.
0: They won't sink,
1: right? I mean, it's not going it to be, be those the one and six record that they had last year in mm-hmm. games without
0: Watt. So this is a totally different conversation. How much do you think Herbig actually plays? To no fault of his own, he might have a hard time getting defensive playing time. Because he's probably going to be behind Golden, right? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, that's what I mean. well,
1: I know. We know Herbig is going to be active on game days because he plays special, special teams. Yeah. He's
0: a good defense player, obviously.
1: So can you afford, then, in every single game to keep four edge rushers active?
0: I think the answer if, is yes. If
1: one of them doesn't play special teams.
0: Well, only one does. Right. right.
1: That's, the, that's the problem.
0: I think the answer is yes. Probably. I'm trying to think last year. Jones and Reed were both special teams. I think
1: maybe they they might make it and just say, you know what, we're going to make this side-specific.
0: You're the left, you're the right, concentrate on it. Yeah. Maybe. You're just his direct backup. If, right. he, if he taps out, you run right in. Doesn't, and then it, if, it, if, if
1: it turns into a longer-term thing, then you can decide mm-hmm. which one you want to put where.
0: And, and this isn't divulging any secrets, but I have not seen any three-edges-on-the-field-together stuff since Ingram was here. Yeah. But that wasn't that long ago. Wasn't that long ago. They've done it. They yeah, did I mean, it with happened. Highsmith. It's happened. Yeah. Right. And I think the other problem, well, not problem, but roadblock for Herbig playing time from that is, well, they're starting to warm up to their inside guys. They're not going to take Ogunjobi off the field. If they are, it's going to be for Benton. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> it's not going to be for... These are good problems. These are have. all good problems to have. Yeah. Right. But just something to look for.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, he may get out there, maybe it's five snaps a game. Maybe it's 10 snaps a game. Mm-hmm. But I think there'll be five five to ten high-quality snaps a game.
0: I would think. I, I doubt it's second and two. Like, yeah,
1: if he plays 170 snaps as a rookie, mm-hmm. okay.
0: How many how many sacks do you think they get from that position room? Ooh. <laughs>
1: Ooh. Well, let's just work. Okay, so if Watt gets that number, 15 and a half.
0: Okay. Can- I bet Highsmith gets 10.
1: Italy, yeah. I think so I mean, being not,
0: conservative, his, yeah. I think his playing time's would drop a little too. Again, a good problem.
1: I think he can get 30.
0: I don't think you'll get 10 out of the two backups.
1: No, but I think you can get yeah, three or four. Get, so I would if, say
0: six to eight. Yeah. It's a lot from one position group. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then I think the inside backers are also going to be much more active getting to the quarterback. But two would be
0: great. Two would be more than the one that <laughs> they had last yeah. year. I also think Ogun... Maybe I'm, I'm wrong about Joby but I I would like to see him on the field more. But I think he's more of a 5 or 6 guy than a 2, you know, yeah. for sure. And well, and, the,
1: and the thing is, when you have both Watt and Highsmith, as well as Hayward, going full tilt, like, mm-hmm. if they're all 100% healthy, Joby's going to get singled up.
0: Oh, all the time. Well, all the time. And Highsmith will a lot, too. Right. Yeah. Like, I always think about week you got to pick
1: your poison with this team. Like, it's...
0: Like, Highsmith's at a disadvantage against Trent Williams in week one. Yeah, he's like going to get not...
1: singled up in that game. All day long. Yeah,
0: And he probably will get more or less neutralized. But that's probably one of the only matchups where he's not at least equal to the left tackle he's playing. Yeah. You know, there's not many. There's no Trent Williams. But are
1: they going to use Kittle to, to help block but I'd Watt? say those
0: other four against yeah. whoever else the Steelers rush... Greatly favored the Steelers. <laughs> greatly, one hundred percent. I mean, like Uscheck's going to be chipping every time, or Kittle, or you know, guys they want to get into routes. Yeah, and the interior versus Cam is ooh ugly. Yeah, ugly R- brutal.
1: So yeah, I, I think it's it's very interesting. You know, they, they you need to keep TJ Watt healthy. You need to keep him sure. going, and if that means TJ Watt playing seventy five percent of the snaps this year instead Absolutely. of eighty plus,
0: I'm I, I'm all for it. I, I keep going back to Cam too, like. I want these guys to rest a little more than they have. And I just—I think
1: Herbig's is such a speed ball off the edge Mm -hmm. that if he's only on the field five to ten snaps per game, you're going to know it. And you—and you won't. It's not like you're. I'm playing T.J. Watt this week, but I got to watch out. uh, I got to look at watch tape for this backup guy too. You're not going to do that.
0: You no, watch you're, a Watt. You're, you're watching TJ Watt. You're watching TJ Watt, yeah. Or even Highsmith for that matter. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna go that much study and maybe you'll watch a little here and there preseason tape. Or, and, then or,
1: that, and then you see that get off and the burst that he has. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna get guys catch
0: guys by surprise. It happened in the preseason. Every it didn't matter who he was going against. I didn't think Jameer Jones or Reed were bad players, but they were very nondescript when they were on the field. Yeah. I don't think these backups will be. I think we'll know when they're out there. Did you
1: see Brian Baldinger put out a, a, a little video montage of Herbig oh, did it? from the last preseason game? And I'm, watch, I'm watching this stuff in, in live motion. Like, he's over here, and he's rushing to pass, and then the ball comes out, and the next thing you know, he's crashing 8, eight 10 yards away. He's running down the ball carrier from
0: behind. Like, he's making plays all his over the motor field, doesn't too. doesn't stop. It doesn't stop at all. No, He's really impressive. The the only things so much positive with that guy, I still see him go backwards against double teams and stuff at times, which I don't care to be very. honest any two hundred and
1: forty pound linebacker, mm-hmm. basically not named TJ Watt. Yeah, would like do if, that.
0: If he has to deal with Trent Williams in the run game, he's yeah. going to struggle, you know. But I really don't care, you know. What I mean, yeah. again, so situationally.
1: Again, if you are occupying Trent Williams, you're doing a job.
0: Oh yeah, that's. Like, you're you're
1: locking him up and not letting him get to the second level and get somebody
0: else, too. Mm -hmm. Or put you on your back.
1: Or put you on your back and really open the hole up, yeah.
0: No, I like it. So, again, the Eagles might be the only team just screening, you know, maybe the Cowboys, but is there a position room that you would bet on will get more sacks than the Steeler, outside linebacker, edge guys? Like (sighs) a position room. I What might we come up with? I'd have a hard time coming up with, yeah. 30 from one position room, one position coach, pretty darn good. I don't even know if the Eagles got there with their edge guys last year.
1: Probably not.
0: I mean, Reddick had a ton. Sweat probably had his share, and Graham had his share, but 30's a lot. 30's a lot. 30's a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think it can be really good. I think, you know, they're probably you probably can't make this bet, but if I had to, I mean, the Steelers had led the Saks, league in sacks five consecutive seasons mm-hmm. until last year. I'd be willing to, you know, bet that
0: they're probably not the leader in the clubhouse. They'll be in the mix
1: next this year. They'll be in the in the running. If If, we
0: did the over under door number two game, if I said they came in sixth in the league in sacks,
1: I'll go fish. You'll go fish. Yeah.
0: How about fourth? I'll take fourth.
1: What's the number though?
0: I don't care. Just it's fourth.
1: Okay. I mean, it's pretty good. Fourth is good. Fourth means you're probably over fifty.
0: Yeah. But either way, I mean. 28 teams were worse. Right. People <laughs> yeah. have
1: to account for your pass rush.
0: Yeah. It's one of the best in the yeah. league.
1: Last year, I think they were 16th or something like that. They,
0: Yeah, it sounds about right. They, they were in, a, right in they were the middle of the road. Right in the middle of the pack, mm-hmm.
1: which was, I mean, again, it was Rare for them. 15 fewer sacks than they had the previous season. So,
0: mm-hmm. no, I think it, obviously, we think it goes up, but I think they'll be amongst the league. And leaders. that
1: makes your secondary better. That makes everything better.
0: Without question. Raises all boats. Yeah. He is That's Matt exciting. Williamson.
1: I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take another break. We'll be back with more on The Drive right after this. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24/7 home of the Black and Gold, SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson. This is the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, Matt, I mentioned that uh, ESPN one top one hundred uh, this right. year. Um,
0: you weren't impressed, huh?
1: I was not impressed. This was their "quote unquote" experts. Uh, they don't say who the experts I was were. They
0: calling them out. Yeah, or they not? don't.
1: They don't call them out by name here. But uh, let's just run down this list here real quick. You, know, you can you can tell me who you disagree with because I know yeah, who I we'll do. Be quick.
0: Um, the not have Hayward even in the honorable mention is bonkers. To bonkers to me. me. Yeah, you're
1: right. Uh, getting to the bottom, we go yeah, bottom. Well, as usual, oh, we, we go yeah. bottomed up. So number one hundred is Trayvon Diggs. No, no. Ninety nine no. is DJ Moore.
0: Nah, eh, questionable.
1: Ninety eight is Christian Wilkins.
0: I love Wilkins. I mean, I like Hayward more than Wilkins, but Wilkins would probably be my top one hundred.
1: Uh, Ninety seven is Von Miller.
0: Sure. Earned. This is based.
1: They're are voting here is based on what they feel the player is going to do this season.
0: I would hope it's what you think they are right to second.
1: Yeah. So their their twenty twenty three projection on Von Miller is twenty one tackles and five sacks. Oh wow. And you're putting him at ninety seven.
0: There's also a chance he doesn't start the season on the on the roster. Correct. Yeah.
1: Ninety six is Matthew Judon. There is not a single coach out there in the NFL. Who would take Matthew Judon over Cam Hayward?
0: No, no. The fact that Judon's in the top 100 by itself, eh, okay, okay, I get. It. I yeah. mean, I can live with that. But uh, verse Cam on many of these, I think everyone's gonna know the answer.
1: 95 is Joe Thune, sure. 94 is Kirk Cousins.
0: No, <laughs> quarterbacks are way too high. There's always way too many of them on these lists.
1: Like, 93 is Marlon Humphrey,
0: not not recently,
1: and he's hard to start to start
0: right now too, right?
1: Uh, 92, Derrick Henry.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's declined. His situation has.
1: 91 is Jared Flippin' Goff. No. Come on, I don't even have
0: cousins ahead of Goff.
1: 90 is Tyler Lockett.
0: Yes, I'm a big fan.
1: 89 is Calvin Ridley.
0: Uh, I could buy that.
1: 88 is Austin Echelar. Sure. 87 is Rashawn Slater.
0: Yeah. I mean, didn't play last year, but really, really, really good player.
1: 86 is Kayvon Thibodeau.
0: No. <laughs> like, Judon should be ahead of Thibodeau, and I don't think Judon should be on there. Thibodeau, to me, could be a good breakout guy, but yeah. let me see a breakout first. 85 is yeah.
1: Eighty-five is Matt Milano.
0: Good. He deserves that. Not against Steelers, though. He was bad
1: in that he game. He was bad in that game. 84 is Javon Holland.
0: Might be a little premature, but I'm a fan.
1: Yeah. 83, AJ Terrell.
0: I guess, but he's coming off a down year, too.
1: 82 is Tariq Woolen.
0: No. A little overrated, to be honest with you. The couple of corners you mentioned I would put ahead of him.
1: 81 is Danielle
0: Hunter. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. He's another one that's going to get triple teamed all the time now.
1: 80 is Creed Humphrey.
0: Yeah. That's fine.
1: 79 is Joel Petonio.
0: I'm not sure if Creed Humphrey was a bear or a saint. You would know anything would, about him. There yeah. People would care as much, but fair enough.
1: 79, Joel Petonio.
0: Solid. Fine.
1: 78, Marshawn Lattimore.
0: Very up and down. Some of these corners are like that, though.
1: He's a name only. 77 is Jason Kelsey.
0: Okay. I think he should be the top center still.
1: 76 is Mike Evans. Mm
0: -hmm. Really?
1: At this point in Mike Evans' career?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think I'd have Ridley and Lockett ahead of him.
1: This is the one I really had a problem with. 75 is Eric Armstead.
0: Ooh, coming off a down year full of injuries, good player. He's
1: twenty nine years old, so he's he's only a couple years younger than Cam Hayward, mm-hmm. and he has never been at the same level.
0: Never, never. At he's, any point in his career. Like Hargrave's a noticeably better player than him on that team. You know, like he's he's the, the Robin.
1: Seventy four Teron Armstead.
0: Okay, but durability is an issue.
1: Seventy three is Ryan Ramzik.
0: Solid. I'm cool with that.
1: Uh seventy two Panay Sewell.
0: Yeah, he's climbing.
1: Uh, 71, Darius Slay.
0: A little overrated, too, because they always have a lead, yeah. and, they always, and they had 70 sacks.
1: 70 is Daron Payne.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 69, Justin Simmons. It's a little high for
0: Payne. Yeah.
1: 68, Tredavious White. No. When,
0: when is Tredavious, like... He had a bad year last year. And,
1: he hasn't had a good year in, like, three
0: years. He missed all that year, and he came back, and he was not even close to the same. 67,
1: Aiden Hutchinson.
0: No. No. I think he's really overrated too.
1: This is one I really. 66 is Orlando Brown Jr.
0: That's bad. Are you kidding me? Like you can't put him over Toronto Armstead. No. <laughs> I mean, one of them. No. Them's right. Or Ryan Ramsey. Or yeah, right, right. He might be the most overrated player in the league. I think he is. And the contract shows. They even and, say that. Yeah. So
1: he ranked 18th in pass block win rate last year, and he ranked. Uh, where's it at here? The. Um, his run block win rate wasn't much but He was like middle of the pack middle there. Middle of the
0: pack there out of 32. He's left an out. average guy. He's just huge, and he was also on the Chiefs. He gets paid a lot. He gets paid a lot. He moves around.
1: 65, Josh Jacobs. Fine. 64, Jonathan Allen.
0: Yes, he's better than Payne.
1: 63, Chris Olave. A
0: little early, but I respect it.
1: Uh, 62, DeForest Buckner.
0: Yeah, slight decline last year, but so did every Colt.
1: Uh, 61, Amon Ross St. Brown. Okay. 60 is Derwin James. I guess. 59, T. Higgins.
0: A little early for taking, a little high for me for T- Higgins, but all right.
1: 58 is Jeffrey Simmons. Okay. 57 is Devontae Smith. Okay. 56, Andrew Thomas. Yeah. 55 is Roquan Smith.
0: Finished really strong. Let's see him do two years in a row, but okay.
1: 54, Brian Burns. Okay. 53, Trey Hendrickson.
0: A lot of D-linemen.
1: 52, DK Metcalf.
0: I would have him a little lower.
1: 51 is Tristan Wirfs.
0: Fine. It still makes me crazy that they're going to ask him to play left tackle after being a you know yeah big-time right guy. But.
1: 50 is Jalen Waddle.
0: Fair enough. I don't know if I'd put him over Devontae Smith. Yeah. You know, they're all kind of the same.
1: 49 is Laramie Tunsell. Yes. 48 is Dexter Lawrence.
0: Absolutely. If not higher,
1: forty-seven is Mark Andrews.
0: And we're getting a pretty good football players yeah. here. Yeah,
1: forty-six is Xavier Howard. No,
0: no, I'm not sure he'd be in the top hundred. No, he shouldn't be. No,
1: no, he should. And when I, d- I said before the Steelers played them last year, every time I turned on tape of the Dolphins to watch them against the previous couple of opponents, twenty-five was was running behind whatever receiver. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be covering. I'm like, who's 25? And I look up,
0: that's Xavier uh, Howard. star. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: their star corner. He stinks.
0: Speed isn't his game anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, he gets in a trail position or loses a step. It might not go great for him. 45
1: is Tua Tagovailoa.
0: No. <laughs> who's better, Kirk or Tua? Oh, my God. It's probably Kirk. Yeah. At this stage. That's way too high.
1: 44, Debo Samuel.
0: Also too high. Yeah. Compared to some of the receivers they mentioned,
1: forty-three is Garrett Wilson. I'm okay with that. Forty-two is Lane Johnson. Absolutely. When he plays football. Yeah, yeah. Forty-one, Hassan Reddick.
0: Little high, but I mean, you have sixteen sacks last year. It deserves respect.
1: Forty is Quinnen Williams.
0: Okay, I mean, like Quinnen Williams and Simmons, if they're over Cam, I get it.
1: Thirty-nine, Saquon Barkley.
0: He fell off a cliff at the end of last year too. By yeah. the way, a little fantasy nugget.
1: Thirty-eight. Dak Prescott.
0: I mean, he's better than any of the quarterbacks they've mentioned, but which implies to me that like quarterbacks, eight, four quarterbacks there are twelve. Are
1: there are twelve quarterbacks on this top one hundred list.
0: They shouldn't all be in the top thirty.
1: They should not be. Thirty-seven is Minka Fitzpatrick.
0: Safeties are never gonna be in the top ten, but at least he's number one, I assume.
1: Thirty-six. Terry McLaurin.
0: Okay, a little rich for him.
1: Thirty-five. Max Crosby.
0: I'm absolutely fine with that.
1: Thirty-four. Patrick Sertain.
0: Okay. I think he competes for best corner in the league.
1: 33, C.D. Lamb. Yeah. 32, Javon Hargrave.
0: I don't have a problem with that either. At
1: 32? I mean, that's high. That's pretty it's high. high. That's mean, pretty high. I was, wouldn't
0: have him over Simmons and He Williams. was not
1: even ranked last year in their top 100. Mm-hmm. Like, they had never heard of Javon Hargrave before. Like,
0: he should be 80. Yeah. And Cam should be 60.
1: Uh, 31, oh. Zach Martin. Okay. 30, George Kittle.
0: I'm fine with that. I mean, the blocking helps for this. Situation
1: twenty nine. Aaron Rodgers.
0: Who knows? I have no idea where I put him. I mean, he had a bad year last year.
1: Twenty eight is Trevor Lawrence. Here we go into the quarterback territory. Okay. Here. Just...
0: And comparing those two is really tough.
1: Twenty seven. Chris Jones.
0: I thought he was best defense player in the year or, or second last year.
1: Twenty six. Nick Chubb.
0: Man, he's a star. I mean, we're really splitting hairs on these guys. But
1: twenty five. Cooper Cup. Okay. I don't know where you put him. Yeah, I don't
0: know where to put him either.
1: Twenty four. Jair Alexander.
0: Yeah. Uh, ones.
1: 23 yeah. was Fred Warner
0: Yeah, best linebacker in the league
1: 22, Devontae Adams
0: Still a star, yeah
1: 21, Stephon Diggs
0: Okay Yeah, I mean, these are all the top guys Yeah The, the top's not hard Put them in order would be hard but.
1: 20, Lamar Jackson
0: Yeah, still deserved. I'm not sure Well, yeah, never mind
1: 19 is A.J. Brown Putting A.J. Sure. Brown ahead of all those other receivers
0: Not over Adams Yeah But boy, he's a force
1: Eighteen is Trent Williams. Okay. Seventeen, Joey Bosa.
0: That's too high for recent For a guy who yeah. doesn't play. Yeah, he's too hard to count on.
1: Sixteen is Tyreek Hill.
0: Yeah. I think Tyreek Hill is the one that would fight Jefferson for number one receiver in the league.
1: Fifteen is T.J. Watt.
0: I get it. I mean, you're going to ding these guys a little if a down year for whatever reason. They haven't
1: with some guys.
0: Not with some, right.
1: Sauce Gardner at 14.
0: I think TJ's better at what he does than sauce is, but
1: Miles Garrett's at thirteen.
0: I'm fine with that.
1: Uh Travis Kelsey at twelve. Then you got Justin Herbert at eleven, Christian McCaffrey at ten, Nick Bosa at nine, Aaron Donald at eight, Josh Allen seven, uh Micah Parsons six, Jamar Chase five, Joe Burrow four, uh Jalen Hurts three, hurts ahead of <laughs> that.
0: I respect him because I was really hard on him early in his career, and he's proven me wrong. But to put him with Burrow and Allen, crazy like, come on, man!
1: Uh, Justin Jefferson, too, and then Patrick Mahomes, one
0: hmm. Jefferson, too. I get, I mean, he might be the best offensive non quarterback. A lot of quarterbacks on that list, too listening. many. I mean, too Kirk many. Cous- Tua. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tua was like 50, he wasn't, he was like 39, he wasn't 99, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, that that crazy was crazy talk. That Was maybe the one that hurt me the most. <laughs> I'm surprised Justin Fields isn't on there. I think he was on the NFL.com top 100. Yeah,
1: like at least the players voted on that one. Yeah. Like, okay, I can I get it, he's tough to play against.
0: Yeah, he is, but boy, he may not be <laughs> their starting quarterback next year. He's not even like a fixed year as a starter yet.
1: Yeah, that was the ESPN uh, top 100 list as done by their quote unquote experts. Um, they missed him. It's both. okay, yeah,
0: I mean. Any list like that's going to be hard.
1: Cam Hayward not mentioned anywhere on the list, and then not that's even mentioned in the guys who got snubbed.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's other names. Of, if if it was our hometown team, would be like, how do you not have them on, too? Yeah. It's a hard list to make. It, it really is. Any, but Cam it's, should be on it. He should there be. There should be three Steelers.
1: Anyways, we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. Nice. We'll do that right after this.